Wise Love is a story about a mother who recently becomes the caregiver of her 19-year-old schizophrenic son. She makes a desperate attempt to save him from himself and others, but her decision could change their lives forever. My name is Tamika Winborn. I'm the writer, director, and producer of the short narrative, Wise Love. I chose to do this project because I wanted to honor caregivers. How can we do a better job caring for our caregivers? Um, that is the motivation and my desire that I hope to get out of this movie. And I was a caregiver for my mom for five and a half years. I care of a family member um, that was dealing with mental health, which happens to be my daughter. In addition to that, there's a mental health component because particularly in the black and brown communities, we are doing better, but we still have stigmas and taboos around mental health. I'm Blina Albritton, the producer for Wise Love. I strongly believe in this film and the impact it will have on those who feel unseen. Tamika is a powerful storyteller. By supporting us in this phase of production, you'll help us to hire more women in our key department head positions. You'll also help us move ahead with our casting process. And you'll also help us as we begin to make commitments for the equipment we need to make this a successful production. Thank you so much for your support of Wise Love. How can we support Wise Love? Well, guess what? I have the answers for you. First, you can follow us on Season Spark. Season Spark is a wonderful crowdfunding platform that helps filmmakers build audiences and raise money. Secondly, tell all of your friends about us and please share our campaign with them. You can also follow us on social media. So even after the campaign is over, you can follow the journey, be a part of our journey. And finally, you can support us both financially or in kind. We love your support. Thank you so much for just watching our video. We appreciate you. Hi, welcome back everybody. Thank you so much for watching On The Town. I'm your host, Tanya Cooper, and welcome back again. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Tonight's topic is often not talked about, uh, as, uh, as you will see. Um, and uh, some have said mental illness is a disease that affects the whole family. Um, there are about 16 million people caring for their loved ones with something like even dementia. And as many as 8.4 million Americans are providing care to an adult with an emotional or mental health issue. That's according to the uh, National Alliance for Caregiving. But tonight we have um, writer, director, and producer of Wise Love. And as, as I'm summing up her words, it is a film that hopes to start a conversation that will bring awareness to the sacrifices and mental health issues that many caregivers endure while gracefully caring for their loved ones. Tonight's our first guest uh, is, uh, considers, self, self, considers herself, I'm tripping up on my words here, considers herself a social impact filmmaker. After directing five short films, she is expanding her cinematic creativity by becoming an episodic TV director and feature film director. She is the co-chair of the Alliance of Women and writer, director, and producer, oh, and writer and director of, sorry, and producer of Wise Love. Please welcome Tamika M. Winborn. Hi. Hello, how are you today? Thanks Good, for how are you? Thank you so much for taking the time to come. I appreciate you. Thank um, you. And our next guest, uh, she began her career as a model 
for JCPenney, Dr. Pepper, and many more national brands in Chicago, Illinois. She started helping family members become cast on reality series, national TV commercials, and background work for television and films. She is the owner of Use Casting. Please welcome Miss Ellie Use. Did I say that right? No, I just I'm messing up your name. I, I can't believe I just. No, you're good. You're L L L. Thank you very much. You got my it. My Ellie, and she spells it E L L E. And I was like, "Are you trying to confuse me, girl?" So that was my that was my little Freudian slip. Uh, but it's one of my favorite names. Thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate you. Uh, Thank you. So, so um, let's see, Tamika. Uh, first, I must ask, what what led you to write on this topic? You know, because um, that's a heavy one. Yeah, it is. Well, actually, I was shooting another short film mm -hmm. um, a few years ago, and one of the actors shared her personal story with me. Her mm -hmm. son was autistic, and then as he got to a certain age, he started having some behavior issues. Okay. She became very fearful that, you know, he he's um, a tall guy, mm -hmm. and as he was having these struggles, she really felt like... Um, you know what's going to happen to my son and then also like he she she shared a story where he went down the street and knocked out all the windows of all the cars on the street mm -hmm. and then there were times that they had to call the police because he would get a little uh, aggressive mm -hmm. even in the home so she was sharing this story with me you know she was really emotional but she talked about at one point in her journey mm -hmm. that she thought about taking the life of her and her son because she felt like that was the only way to protect him from himself and 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 she also feared him being shot by the police because we do know oftentimes people that are suffering from any type of mental illness have a high rate of getting um you know harmed um due to their mental illness mm -hmm. so i was like wow this is heavy you know like who's you know i hadn't really heard anyone talking about that perspective of a caregiver mm -hmm. so then i shared this with one of my friends and she's a, an attorney and a homeschool mom so she went to one of the mom's home to do a will. Mm -hmm. And when she went to do the will, the mother was really depressed and she shared her story about how her daughter was 13 and you know she couldn't sleep in the room with her husband because the daughter was, you know, would interrupt him sleeping. He was the provider for the home. Mm -hmm. So shortly thereafter, she um talked about, you know, like her mom just, you know, the, the woman was just really really depressed and so anyways um a couple weeks later the woman ended up taking the life of her and her daughter no so i started doing research and i was like wow this is an issue that we're not talking about because oftentimes caregivers give make so many sacrifices to care for their loved ones you know and whether it's cancer whether it's a child with a mental illness or um you know a spouse that recently got sick whatever that is they oftentimes give so much to the person that they're caring for black mm. caring for themselves and that's, then i think you know also you know like if you go see someone that's sick mm -hmm. you're like oh how are they doing da, da, da. and we never ask the caregiver like hey how are you can i you know sit here with you for five minutes or an hour while you go out and get something or just go get a massage or just take a breath you know and so what i really want is for us to start having this conversation about how do we better care for caregivers Mm -hmm. And of course, mental health is a very important issue. So the reason I chose schizophrenia mm -hmm. is just because I do think, especially in um, the lives of people of color, we still have this taboo around mm -hmm. mental health. Mm -hmm. But this really focused on the caregiver, and it doesn't matter how you're care caring for someone. 
we mm -hmm. want to make sure that we're better caring for our caregivers. So this, um, this is, uh, that's kind of what I got, that the, the caregivers are the key piece here uh, and, and that they need to know when to check in and people need to know to check in with them too, you know, because it, it can be over um, overwhelming, I can imagine, especially if someone has dementia or like you said, schizophrenia, it's, it can be very, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend right now. One day she called and she was like, I haven't taken a bath in three days because wow. she's caring for a mother that has Alzheimer's and mm -hmm. just like having to have that constant care all day long. And so, you know, and I, you know, and I encouraged her to get therapy. So she did start their therapy recently. So, you know, we do have to think about like as the caregiver, making those, making those, those minutes to care for ourselves, however that looks for that person. Okay. So, wow. Um, that's, that's a very, um, it's so funny that you, that, that I found you and that this topic came up because I've, I can probably say at least eight times this month, I've had people who dealing with this issue. So I'm, I'm so happy you were able to bring it, you know, bring it here and talk to us. Um, and so L, um, when you, when you um, cast for this, um, what, what are the things that you're looking for um, as a as a casting agent, agent. is that, did I say that correct? Director, casting yes. director. Yes. Agent. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, so one of the things that we look for is someone that can, especially for the role of KJ. KJ is a role where you have to be able to play someone that's schizophrenia mm -hmm. and believable, mm -hmm. because if for someone in the audience and you're actually dealing with this at home, mm -hmm. you can tell if it's not, you know, the acting is not there. So really, we're looking for someone that can really deliver the role of KJ. And then also Dana, the caregiver. What is it like to be that person that you're constantly in fear of maybe your relatives? Right. A lot of times people are in fear of the relatives that they're supposed to take care of. Yeah. So what does that feel like? How do we put that on the screen to showcase what that feels like? Mm. What does it feel like, like Tamika said earlier, someone hasn't taken a bath in three days. I can't imagine not taking a bath in three days because mm. my, my, my eye has to be constantly on someone that I love. Yes. So those are the things that I try to look for as a casting director is someone that can deliver the message that the director, writer, producer is mm -hmm. portraying in this film. And that's so, very important because your audience, they're going to know the difference between a, a really good actor mm -hmm. and a really bad actor. They're going to know yes. that immediately. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Especially with something like this it has to be like dead on. Um, because it would right. not, uh, it wouldn't represent the movie. I get it. But you, the, the young man did an excellent job. Um, um, at least I thought so, <laughs> you know, it's great. Um, so you two have to work. I'm sorry, the clip that you have, we haven't actually shot it yet. So the clip we're actually still casting, we have. Oh, so that the young man. Stock footage to give an example of. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I was like, wow, he did really good. It was believable. <laughs> I get it. Cause I was like, wait a minute, I'm still seating this. Wait a minute. Okay. That makes sense. So for, for those of you who don't know, like me, um, that scene that I saw, uh, with someone else just to show them uh, what they're, what they're. Yeah. Typically, so. we probably would have shot something, but because of COVID, right, we to be safe, and so we decided not to get together to shoot um, where we could use stock footage to tell the story. And I think what we're going to shoot is going to be much better. Went <laughs> to my next question was, which was um, because of the pandemic, how has that affected both of you in casting and in um, and creating and, you know, writing as well. Like, you know, now I got to write in case we have another lockdown. I have to write in case, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that, that all that stuff plays a part in, 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 in film. So how did it affect you, um, you know, the pandemic uh, as far as 
this whole uh, getting things together? Like, would you have to shift gears? Yeah. Do you want to well, start, Elle? Yeah, I can go. Well, the the one thing I know as a new casting director, it, it actually, it's a double-edged sword because it kind of was beneficial because of the virtual part of it. Right. where you don't have to be there okay. and but you can still have your meetings and kind of get what you need to get from that meeting mm -hmm. but then at the same time sometimes you want to see people in per person yes. and kind of see uh you know what they are not not on a video but in person to actually right. feel the energy in the room so yes. it's kind of a double edged sword it's been a good thing but then it's also been of course you know with a lot of lives that have been lost it's been a bad thing so it's kind of a double-edged sword there for me yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for us, initially, we were planning to shoot um, this past summer. Okay. But um, we knew, and this is, we made a decision before we, we knew that a lot of people had not been vaccinated at that time. Mm -hmm. So we decided to push it um, until the fall. Okay. And so now, um, and, and, and it is a lot of work, that a lot of extra stuff, because we are requiring it to be COVID compliant. So that means that we have to hire COVID compliance officers. We have to make sure everyone's tested oh okay i was like damn okay. yes and, and we are requiring everyone to be vaccinated crew and cast really yes and wow. so we're requiring everyone to be vaccinated and they still have to be tested before we shoot and during the shoot really? so wow. it is it is gonna be you know so but it's important because for me um and my producing partner glena albert and we don't want anyone to you know we don't want to have the guilt of someone losing their lives or someone even having extreme being extremely ill. So we want to do our part as of the project to make sure that we are keeping everyone as safe as possible. Right. I, I, I get that. Um, now, uh, another question. Um, have you been, and this is, applies for both of you actually, have you been able to empower uh, more minority actors or will you be able to empower more minority, minority actors? um and women um because uh yeah that's a double question but go ahead yeah i'll start um well one we are it will be a um it is an african-american story um mm -hmm. so we are going to have an african-american cast mm -hmm. and um what i'm most excited about is that we're going to also have a hundred percent women crew so that Ooh. oftentimes when you're on set it's like more men than women so like we have an amazing group of women that we are working with. Um, our um, DP, her name is Alexis Jackson. Mm. She's really amazing. amazing. Um, she also is a um, professor, adjunct professor at Spelman that teaches cinematography. Mm -hmm. And she's just really amazing. So I'm so excited to work with her. Okay. Um, our, our producing, Galena Albritton is my producing part partner. We have Elle Hughes here. Um, and we have a whole, I don't want to call names because we have a team of women Mm -hmm. that we have on board and that we're continuously bringing on board mm -hmm. to support us um, in this project. So mm -hmm. I'm extremely excited. When I first um, mentioned this, I was like, well, hopefully we'll get all women. And mm -hmm. now, like, and now whenever we have this conversation, they're like, no, we're going to have all women. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I'm excited. It's, it's, I think it's going to be so much, it's so many amazing women, first of all, that do this work. And mm -hmm. we want to, you know, lend you know, you use them because sometimes it's like building that experience, but they may not always get the experience. So we are excited to have newer people and people of like very, ex a lot of experience to be working on the project. 
Well, no. And no. I just want to say, I just want to say really quickly, I'm just inspired by Miss Tamika. <laughs> I'm just inspired. She's inspired me in so many different. Her and Galena have inspired me so much because I've learned so much from them on this project. And mm. then when I actually read the script, it actually made me cry because I struggled with my own uh, a little bit of mental illness when I was, you know, younger. Mm -hmm. um, and I've overcome a lot of that. So it really made it, it really made me feel like I'm a part of something bigger than me. So I just wanted to say that, that I was inspired by this whole group of women. They're all amazing women on this team. I'm just super yeah, excited. I can, to imagine, I can imagine anything with all <laughs> is going to be awesome because I don't know why, but if we're on the same artistical page, it's like heaven. It's yeah. like heaven. There's yeah. not all that other stuff that goes on. Um, and I don't know what that is, maybe because we have other elements that <laughs> people don't have, I'll just say. Um, but I, I think that would, be, that sounds like amazing crew. Yeah. Um, and we yeah. and our crew is diverse. It's not all African American women. It's women of different ethnicities because okay. I was just more focused on it being women. Um, right. They all come with amazing talent. Yeah. Okay. And that and that's what it's really about at yeah. the end of the day. Um. So when you um, when you got into uh, writing and and directing uh and you for casting um was it was it was there anything um, that made it more so for you to be the change you wanted to see, or that's never been a thing for you? Because some people say there's not a lot of black film directors or writers, um, and definitely not casting. I mean, now there might be a few, I know a few casting directors, but not like a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I could probably go and Google all of them right now. <laughs> right. So it's nice to hear that there's somebody else. Um, and that's only because like I said before, you know, you want the best actor but I, if I'm an actor and I'm not getting work, that's annoying. Uh, so it's good to me when I see that someone won't, at least they won't be knocking me out of the box because I'm brown. Yeah, well, so this is the thing too. The thing that Glena and I um, prided ourselves on was creating opportunities. Like, okay, we are still not like, you know, you don't look at me and be like, Ava DuVernay, you know, you, if someone says Ava, you know Ava's name. And so someone's giving me a chance. So like for me, I want the person that has the amazing work ethic and as long as they're willing to try. Right. So I'm willing to work with them and we, you know, train as much as we can, but as long as they're willing to do their due diligence, mm -hmm. we're excited to, you know, work with, with, with women, even if they're start, because the thing is, if we want to see more women, period, mm -hmm. African-American, but Latinx, you know, Asian, we have to create opportunities and we have to start saying like, okay, maybe they haven't casted a lot of stuff before but mm -hmm. let's work together and right. as long as they're willing to do the work um and and i hope elda don't mind me saying this like this is one she was like hey i'll come on because i want to get more experience mm -hmm. but she's been kicking butt but imagine if i had looked at her resume and was like oh she hasn't done enough right and she's been you know really working hard you know we i'm very proud to have Elle on board you know very extremely proud and we have a young lady, Sam, mm -hmm. that she, this is her first time. Like she started out as an intern with us, mm -hmm. but her dedication is so amazing. She does the research, her due diligence, Sam. Uh -huh. well, I should say her whole name so that we, um, <laughs> so you're like, who's Sam? Um, so, <laughs> but she, she's, I'm mean, like so impressed. She stepped in the role as line producer and Glena and I are ecstatic, you know, mm -hmm. like she is so amazing. And right. so I think it's important for us to, for me, um, and to go back to your first part of your question, mm -hmm. what inspired me to become a filmmaker in the beginning is because I did not see representation of my friends and I. 
You know, when I look at um, oftentimes now, it's a lot better now. But when mm -hmm. I first started, I started my journey in like 2009 when I first started learning filmmaking. But you that's when it was really heavy in reality TV. So I was like, my friends and I are not fighting each other in the street right. and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's not how I want to be represented as a black woman. Right. One of our issues right now is that and even in casting and Elle was like, Tamika, what she wants, you know, but I'm an African-American <laughs> dark-skinned woman. Right. And so one of the things is we want a dark-skinned Dana. Because right. oftentimes when you see our darker skinned sisters playing roles, they're the side, the friend, the yep. angry black woman or yep. the loud. Crackhead. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. And I want us to see humanize that dark skinned women are mothers. They love their husbands. Like oh, we are, we, we have, we, you know, but so if we want to see change, we have to fight for those things. And so it's taken us a little bit longer, but. Right. That's because I'm diligent in finding someone because it's important if I don't represent it as a dark-skinned woman, create opportunities for dark-skinned actors. And some of the women are already doing amazing things. So I'm not, you know, starting a career. But right. I want to be able to say when I when I whenever I'm casting someone, I want to see, um, I want to see, thank you. I want to see people who look like me. I want to see little girls that can say that's little, little brown girls. They right. can say like I don't have to be light skinned and I love all of our all That's hues right. of ourselves. You know, I don't care. Like I love L. You know, my mother. Yeah, no, I know, I know you don't, yeah. but I just want to make it clear. It's yeah. not because I'm over discriminating. It's because we don't see enough of us in those type of roles. Absolutely. So it's important for me when I'm creating characters to make sure I see what I don't see that represents me. Absolutely. And just to piggyback off of what she just said, that's kind of how I got started in the industry. Mm -hmm. My daughter is a darker skinned young lady. Okay. And she, when I actually started in talent management before I went into actual casting. Okay. So I, when I was helping friends and family, my daughter was picked up by an agency. However, they wanted us to pay all this money. And then when she paid all the money and I wrote my last check, the lady said, well, you know, um, she's a beautiful black young lady. However, there's not much work for her skin tone. Mm. And that, you know, you know, I, my daughter's standing right next to me. She's holding back her tears. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was the most insensitive thing a person could say to anyone. How can you tell someone what they can and cannot do based upon skin tone? Mm -hmm. And in that moment, that was really how we entered into all of this. Because I told my daughter, you never let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. Absolutely. And if they don't want you at their table, you get your own table. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> and you build your own table. And that's what we've been doing from then. And then I just fell in love with the whole entertainment business. And the Hughes Casting is a result of all of that. Yes. And now Hughes Casting, where are you located out of? Um, we're located out of Houston, Texas. However, most of our castings come from Austin, Dallas, Atlanta, and L.A. Oh, so the big spots. Okay. And yes. Tamika, where are you at? I am currently in Houston. I said okay. I've been here during the pandemic, so we'll see where I end up. Oh, you're in Houston. I got family out there. I still never come out to see yet. <laughs> but, but that's amazing. Um, um, so you, I think um, being the change you want to see is very important. I actually started writing screenplays because of the same reason. I got tired of like turning on TV, turn on Netflix, turn on it. I'm like, really? Here we go again. Game of Thrones. You know, all these different <laughs> things. I'm like, okay, where are we? Can we represent? Like even, if, especially when it's fictitious, it's like, well, let's just throw somebody in there, Brown. Like just throw them in there. Like, you know, it's because you can't tell me that none of us can't act. 
Like I, I, it would be one thing you would say, sorry, that's not your line of work. There's none of you that can do that. Okay. I would be like, all right, fine. But I know, I know personally people that are like stellar actors and actresses. So why I should be able to look at a movie. This is how I feel. I should be able to look at a movie and not tell you what color it's representing. But right now we can't do that because it's been so uneven so long that, you know, it's going to take a while, but eventually I'd like to see, I don't have to say that's a black movie. That's a white movie. It should be just a movie. The storyline sit out by itself. Absolutely. No. I mean, I watch plenty of stories that have no African-American characters and I think they're amazing because it's about the story, but I do think it's important for us to see ourselves. It's important for our children to see themselves. Absolutely. And I really, Absolutely. Um, and, and I do want to say that um, I said Sam's name wrong. It's Sam Monique Hines, who is our amazing. Yes, I saw it on here. There it is. There it is. We got it um, on screen. Yeah. No, I think that's important. Um, I saw it. Did you see Minecraft? I didn't. Oh my gosh. Now, because I'm like, a, I'm not a, oh, I'm surprised you didn't see it because you're a sci fi. I, I did see, but I okay. did see Game of Thrones all seasons. Uh, I don't really like, I don't like Game of Thrones because to me, I didn't see enough. Turn around of people in it. I didn't see enough people that would look representative. They definitely could have done a better job at all those different countries. They could have definitely done a better job of casting either a black queen. A, yeah, a male some queen, I just somebody, couldn't. Somebody. I couldn't get into it because it. Just, if I, I anything I turn on, any magazine I pick up, and actually I, I was on strike from Vogue for years. I used to model in the '80s in Paris. I said I would never buy another magazine another fashion magazine until I can turn every other page and see somebody brown, Asian, green, uh, blue, I don't care, any, give me any color. And, and actually I bought the first one last month. Ah. And that long, like that long. And, and I would tweet and hashtag them and say, need black girls or whatever I would say. I would say something, brown girls need it. You know, some color, some color. Yeah, you needed some because when I, when I, I mean, I, was, I never became no big model like Naomi or nothing like that. But when I was modeling, there was no, there was, excuse me, there was a set select black girls, Munya, um, Wanaki, um, Iman, uh, Naomi. Um, I can name them all. That's sad, but I can name but them even, all. Even, but even now there's, even they do the modeling shows, there's only a number of dark skinned girls that they allow in light skin and that's it. Well, here's the irony. Do you know, notice on the runway, they will put um, my, like, uh, like a Lupita Napango, right? Mm -hmm. But 10 black girls right here sitting local and they will be like, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was signed with a big agency, very brief, because I realized my friend put me on and said, girl, it sounds good to be signed. You know, when you're with Ford or Wilhelmina, it sounds like, oh, my God, I got signed to Ford and Millie. But first of all, I was brown in the 80s. So if you know about the 80s, you'll know. Mm, sorry, boo, but you're not going to work much. When the girl's sick, that's when you get to work. Um, or, you know, somebody's out <laughs> pretty much. Yep. And I figured that out very early. So I said, no, nah, I think I'd be better off going to Paris. And I was, you know, not that I still, I still didn't become a Naomi, but, but boy, I can make a lot of money. But you probably made a lot of money working. Yes. Yes. Working. And I wish I would have saved it. That's the only problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have saved That's it. Yeah. I wish I would have invested them in them stocks. Uh, but, but the point I'm making is that, you know, we shouldn't, have to think yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't have to think about that. And I'm glad you know, because I have a very uh, beautiful Nigerian wide nose. I and I told you. the first thing I told the agency in Paris and in New York, I don't do nose jobs. I don't do bow tie. I don't do none of that. This is what I, I mean, I was skinnier than I was size three then. I'm like a different. Uh, but I said, I don't do none of this. We didn't ask you to do that. So I'm just letting you know, I don't do that. 
Right. So don't even ask. I just me. want to tell you. I just want to tell you really quick, off subject. Your skin is absolutely flawless. Boy, for no time. Thank you. I've been working, working, steaming her tribe at fifty-six. It's hard to keep it up. No, you're looking great. You're looking great. great. Thank you, ladies. But, so, what else um, in this uh, in this film do you want us to know about before we before we wrap it up? Well, we right now are doing a, a fundraiser on Seed and Spark. Yes, that's right here. I got and, it. And um, we are very grateful for everyone that's already donated to our campaign. But yes, we, we you are, reached your goal. We reached our goal, but we set we, like, so we set a small goal because <laughs> yeah. our budget is a lot larger. So we are still raising money so that we can pay for catering, pay for right um, our COVID compliance, um, pay for you know a really good equipment. Okay. You know, and all those things. So we're still, we have, I think, 11 days left. So okay. it's not too late for people to donate. Okay. And what we tell people also, it doesn't matter if it's $5, 10000 right. 50 whatever, whatever amount. There's right. no, no amount too small. And right. also, we are aware that people are, we are in a pandemic and money is tight for a lot of us. Right. So you can also help, if you can't donate financially, you can also help us by following us on Season Spark. The reason that we want to have you follow us on Season Spark is like once we get 250 um, followers, it unlocks some discounts for us, like as we go into post production. So if you can donate, we will be grateful. If you can't, please follow us. How, how do I? Is it this right or that's wrong? That seed, is, seed and Spark? No? Seed, yes, Seed and Spark. Okay. And I then seedandspark.com. Oh, wait. Okay. Seed and Spark. Keep going. And then we're going to do black back, back, backslash. Backslash. And then wise dash love. Dash love. Tell me if this is right. Okay. Ready? There. Um, almost. I'm going to copy. <laughs> I'm going to copy. I was trying to get it right. I really tried. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. I'm going to. Put it in our chat and then you can right, I'll delete that one so i can get it right yeah, <laughs> i'll delete this one so i can get it right guys give me a minute we're put it's telling me to put the user in timeout i don't want to be in timeout i'm <laughs> <laughs> not ready i refuse yeah. all right you're going to put it in the chat there it is yeah all right guys give me a second here and while she's doing it i just want to encourage you guys like we are we have a lot of women who donated their time for months to to help us and they came on willingly to support mm -hmm. us before we started raising money. Mm -hmm. We really want to pay everyone on the in our crew and cast. So th thank you. That's it. So that will help. You know, like again, there's no amount too small or too large. Feel mm -hmm. free. And we have some amazing incentives. So please look at the page because yes. some of the incentives. Um, if you've been watching our page by donating. You will get, you know, like ten dollars. You get a social media media shout out if you mm -hmm. donate twenty five. We give it like a picture, your picture, and saying thank you. Oh. And then, um, if you do, and you know, if you do more, we have even more incentives. So nice. definitely look at our page and see all of the incentives we have. I don't want to take up your time listing all of the incentives. And for those of you that, let's just say you're interested in. Um, get into the film industry and you're like, oh, I want some credit. So like for a thousand dollars, you can become an associate producer on the campaign for those that have money. And right. if you want to be an executive producer, it's $5,000, but we accept everything in between. You could give us $5 or 50 cents. We don't right. care. 
you right. know, I just wanted to make sure that people know that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, both of you, for taking the time uh, to come down. I just want to say hi to my audience real quick. Um, hi, Norma. I see some some of my regulars. Some of them tell me they can't see me. I was like, well, I hear you. Wait a minute. Uh, so hi, Norma. How are you? Uh, what did you say there? Um, she said she was a caregiver for her mother for a while. Yeah, it was very hard all day and night to care for family. Uh, most don't help you or or you're on call. Uh, yeah, it's hard to get outside help. That's that's uh, why they're making this film because yeah. that's uh, something we want to bring awareness to, uh, Norma. So thank you for uh, for uh, your work. Yeah, for you watching. I appreciate that. it. Yeah, she works with a, with a lot of people, so that's really awesome. The crew and the assembly of Wise Film are are amazing. <laughs> that's your friend, Glenn uh, She's our producer. She's our lead producer. For oh, lead producer. Hey, how are you? Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for, for your taking the time. Who else is on here today? I can't see. I'm missing somebody. I just got a comment. Oh, thank you very much. We appreciate you. So, ladies, I appreciate you so much for taking the time. I know you got a life and you got other things to do. <laughs> thank uh, you. And, um, I'm so happy that you met your um, your campaign goals. That's amazing. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that you get double of what you need in the next 10 days. Um, and I'll keep sending this out, of course, and I will definitely send you the podcast. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Any, any last request? Well, we want to thank you for having us on and thank you yeah. to your guests who you. um, have listened and we are very excited. Please follow us. And you can also follow us on social media. Yes. Wise love, um, on Facebook is wise love film. Facebook follow, at, uh, wise love film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, one. I, should, I spelled it wrong. Really? I spelled Facebook wrong? Come on. Oh, <laughs> is, that, is that wrong? Wait, no I way. I do it all the time. Yeah. Facebook. Well, is that wrong? It told me it's that's wrong. Okay. It, that's okay. It's, it's, they can Thank hear you. it. Our Instagram uh -huh. is wise. Oh, here. She got it. She got it. She got it. Yeah, Glenn is on top of it. She's on it. Thank you, Glenn. We appreciate the the um the uh, we we can't see you, but we appreciate the um the back backstory. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing, and and just so that people know, because I like to make sure we, her name is Glena, and Glena. she's amazing, just as beautiful yeah. as her name. Thank so thank you, Glena Albritton. Thank you, Glena. We appreciate you, and and thank you to all our viewers. We appreciate you. Please like, share. Subscribe, go to On Town's page, go to their Instagram page as well, Wise Love Film. Um, they're awesome. You have to uh, support the film because we all might end up being caregivers. And at some point, if we have parents or loved ones who may have mental illness, they may have dementia, you know, it could be cancer. Or accident. It could be yeah. a, a freak accident. accident. Yes. For any reason. Yes. 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 So, so this could affect anybody. It's very important for us to get the message out there and together we all create change. So thank you very much. And I thank you ladies for joining us. Hang out for a minute. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Bye guys.